forced against my will to record this podcast right now. My name is Rafi. And welcome to the late night edition of We Don't Do It. We're recording this at night. Uh, we always record at night, but now it is um, an hour later. So Rafi thinks this is late, late night for him. No. But it's me, your dame, Nunu Paris, here for episode 16 of Espera Noro Aga. What does that mean for the people, Rafi? Uh, wait, don't do it. Uh, DC's messiest podcast. We're here live in uh, near Silver Spring. Um, we're near Georgia Avenue, Northwest. Um, and we're here talking about serious issues that are really plaguing uni right now. I want to first actually start off with you know an apology. Earlier in the day, I didn't make comments that made Rafi feel bad. Oh yeah, I'm really about sorry. about his body image, and it was in no way intended to hurt harm you. And um, I just want to own up the fact to say that I re, you know, enforce negative stereotypes about body image, and to let you know that you're just as beautiful, whether you are or thank uh, <laughs> thank you for saying that for the viewers of our podcast there's no viewers uh, <laughs> <laughs> um no yeah Nunu said that oh my god we weigh the same that needs to stop and it was really offensive it really hurt if only we weigh the same if yeah, only we weigh the same much. um but yeah but it's okay because you know what I'm a strong person I'm very thick skinned and I'm beautiful inside and out yes thick um, I, I think that you cozy. are cozy and comfortable. And, and that's what that's what the boys love about you. <laughs> that you are so cozy. Although I, I, I actually then followed up with, oh, you know, you know, actually, you know, you're right, Nunu. I should start starving myself. And make myself skinny. <laughs> that might help the podcast. And she said, no, I don't think it will. <laughs> she said, oh, I don't think it will help us. Not true. Not true. <laughs> you're not trained. No, you're just you're just known for your personality and, yeah. and just being like so funny. I mean, you did this TikTok the other day <laughs> that you didn't watch. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and wow! I just chuckled. Yeah, chuckled as you send it to your friends and talk shit about me. <laughs> Ain't he stupid? Hit <laughs> a rat with a video. <laughs> no, but how how are you all doing on this lovely uh, lovely Friday or Saturday or Wednesday? Whenever you're listening to this, have you been called fat today? <laughs> oh my god, P H A T, pretty hot and thick. Um, I really have no care for this episode. I really just want to show. All right, well, let's show let's, 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 let's show Rafi's professionalism today. <laughs> yeah, as Nudu looks for her vape. <laughs> I'm getting lightheaded. <laughs> that is not that is not feedback. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I feel like you're making fun of someone with a disability. That's why it's so bad. This is, this is medical marijuana. I <laughs> yeah, it's a, a limp. horse. It's a horse tranquilizer. <laughs> it's a <little> horse tranquilizer. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, back to so no, I have a full time pretty much workload now. I finally am working oh. <laughs> a lot more than Nunu. <laughs> and um she doesn't understand that like it's a lot to like teach and like lead people for like three hours before coming to the yeah, podcast it's crazy being like a teacher in america like imagine having multiple classes for eight days eight hours a day and i'm so glad five days you're a week. not a teacher i i am and was and i still 
I got a sub today though, because I think bitch I ain't watching them kids. You today. were not evading today. Oh my god, did you watch this mo- most recent episode of Abbott Elementary? It was so good. Clap if you're watching Abbott Elementary. Clap if you're watching Abbott Elementary because the media is telling you to. <gasps> oh my That's god. Shade. No, it's not shade. Uh, do you think more people are watching it now they want to go to Globe? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know. I think it's such a good show to watch. Though. I love the first season, but I just don't this like the second season. This new season is so good, too. I think it's just slow. Do you know that um, Mr. Eddie is our age? And he's he's from Yonkers. He's from 15 minutes away from my house. My childhood house. I could have probably had a crush on him when I was a young kid. I didn't know there was a Yonkers in Connecticut. He looks so much older, though. I thought he was like... Not, not in a bad way, but he, I thought he was older. Because I know him from Everybody Hates Chris. Everybody Hates a Black Man? I don't, I've never seen that show. That's, that's America. That's my life. Okay. <laughs> this is this is a fucking game to me. Yeah. I mean, um, no, yes. Um, Tyler James Williams, um, the third, uh, maybe. I don't know. Uh, he's a black man. Mm-hmm. He acts. He is your age. Yeah. And he grew up <laughs> yeah. near where your family drove to from your childhood home. So um, no, yeah, go back, go back to you, Mama. So you, yeah. you, what, what does it mean now for you to be working full time? Like, what, what about you is, is tired? Um, you know, there's times in my day where I try to like lay and have a quick little nap to myself, but then I have to edit videos of Nunu. New um, and then sometimes I get a call from Nunu, and I hope that's like, you know, a good getaway from like <laughs> a distraction from the reality. <laughs> And then Nunu yells at me and says that I don't believe in her. <laughs> it suggests a simple, fun dance session. <laughs> yeah, that's what um, um, So, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a hard life. But, you know, I, I think I'm, I'm figuring a lot of things out. I'm going to be making the most money I've ever made in my life. And so I, until I start seeing that most money I've ever seen in my life, then I'll really start getting. Thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think I really will um, feel the fruits of my labor right now. I just need to get my first paycheck. <laughs> God, she just, just for the not for just for the non-video people. <laughs> she blew her cancer smoke. <laughs> she blew the same smoke that eight-year-old YouTubers are huffing and puffing every day. <laughs> Into my mouth, and I started coughing. <laughs> um, this is what you get when you force your employees to work past closing. <laughs> we're, we're, we're changing the holiday window at an American Eagle right now. <laughs> we're getting ready for Black Friday, and we work at Hollister in 1995. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even know why, dude. <laughs> you're right you were you in were the dead. closet you were in the closet still. you came out a year later no. No, my mom was praying to me on the plane during 9-11 <laughs> I was thinking like what if I had to throw myself off a building like what would I really do like how would that feel because like if the world was ending and you had to choose between you were not you were not killed in the impact. You were not eaten, but there's zombies on the floor now, and like you are not a survivor. Would you, and you're at the top of like the Empire State. Would you throw yourself off the building? Oh, so you you watched Last of Us? Oh yeah, I mean I was watching during during the Last of Us. I was like, how would I kill myself during this moment? Because so, I, I wouldn't want to survive. Do you think there's ever gonna be an apocalypse? Um, like, do you think? Oh, I mean, there's definitely gonna be like a dinosaur moment for sure. We're like the next dinosaurs, for sure. 
you know how like we know about dinosaurs there's definitely gonna be a moment where like the f- the next beings that are after humans are like whoa there were humans and dinosaurs so how would a zombie apocalypse even occur because you watch like World Z and Raffi likes to be like I'm a horror girl but knows nothing about zombie movies um, like have you even seen Zombieland I've seen Zombieland have you even Land. seen Shaun, Shaun of the, of the Dead. Dead I've seen Dawn of have the Dead seen I've seen Resident 27 Evil. Hours are you so I've seen all of them are Train to Busan The Orphanage um what was another zombie movie no, what would you do? What would you do? Would you throw yourself off a building, or were you trying to? What would you do? Would you really throw yourself off a building? Do I think I'm gonna survive? Like, yeah, if you were in that situation, like there's zombies in the bottom, like you could either like try to survive, go back down there and kill a bunch of zombies, or you're just gonna throw yourself off a building and end it all. What would you do? Because mm. just think about it. Like, I would never. I don't know. I'm scared of heights alone, so like I just could never. I think I would, if I was forced, if I was unfortunately not hit by the impact, if I didn't have Xanax or anything non-violent to kill myself with, I'm going to the zombies. I feel like I would just like take some LSD and just go and have some fun. Um, I feel like uh, the world's ending. I want to go for like a very trippy ending. Like, no, I don't just... want that. But then like, you why don't wanna, you like... want a trippy ending? Yeah, well, no, because like imagine being on like LSD and mm. then like seeing a bunch of zombies everywhere. That would scare the fuck out of me. But if you knew you were, like, dying and it was on point, then you probably had a lot of fun with it, right? Like, getting very joker. I I don't think that surviving... I mean, could you have a chance? Like, what if you were LSD and then you actually made it? Huh? What if you, like, actually made it through the zombie apocalypse, just surviving? You only gotta hit them one time. They're not that fast. No, in in the last... Is Last of Us about zombies? It's kind of, like, it's, it's, it's a disease... Passed through a fungus, passed through slash flower. Like, I think this is a fun episode. I think this is a. I, I want everyone I just to want to know, know why you don't care about the podcast. No, I do care about the podcast. This is, I'm literally giving everything right now. I've been cracking jokes like crazy. Cracker? Miss. <laughs> what are you talking about Ritz's for? Oh my God. I love a Ritz cracker, by the way. Like, they're actually really good. Out of all the crackers in the world, which is your favorite cracker? Saltines, Ritz's. Ritz. Goldfish, um, Toll know. House. Go, is that a Toll Cracker? No. Go back and go back in time. Go back um, in time. Um, Biscoff. Those little Biscoff cookies, though, the ones that give you an American Airlines flights, those really hit. Like, so good. And that's what cookie butter is made out of at Trader Joe's. Fun fact. Where are my Joers, honey? Where are my Joers? The girls who buy gallons of water at Trader Joe's and walk um, around. I do. I actually do. I drink a gallon a day. Um, and speaking of taking care of yourself and like hydrating your life, Nunu has been doing drag now for approximately four years. <gasps> oh my God! How dare you? You've been doing it for four years. You started. You started this podcast. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Started, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna speak out of turn. But my drag journey started March of 2020. So I have been. It's been March of 2020 that I started my three-year anniversary this this March, and I'm celebrating by going to Vegas, baby. Um, let's fast forward three months from now on this podcast. Let's see and it'll be in Vegas, baby. <laughs> um, so you have been doing drag for now three years. Yeah. And how? Where? First of all, did you think that you'd be doing it this long? No, it's actually weird to do a non-paid gig this long. <laughs> You've been paid for this gig. You've been paid. 
You had an income. You had to break down the numbers for the podcast. How much you've actually made in a year? She hasn't made much. Show the show, show taxes. Show, show the taxes. taxes you, you, y'all Gemini's hate showing your taxes. Do <laughs> <laughs> you have any taxes? Honey, <sighs> that's true. Tax evasion. No matter what you're about to say or tax prove. Evasion. Tax evasion. <laughs> tax um, so you have been doing drag for three years. You did not think you would be doing this long. Um, no. And some people still don't think I do drag, so. Um, yeah, how does that feel? That what, what do you think they devalidate about your drag? And why do you feel like that? I think it's because I sit in my room um, with ugly backdrops with no lashes I wouldn't on. say it's ugly. It's, un, it's wrinkly. It's, unfold, it's recently folded backdrops. I mean, that's about your ball sack. I think that people just think that social media queens like don't have a personality and they get sit home like sugar. <laughs> and... It, it, it's not the same. I guess they feel like, oh, because I can sew and I perform for dollars at clubs to audiences of tens, that that somehow makes them more valid than someone that can take a picture by themselves or speak on a, on a microphone. Which you again? I you've done on you have had several hosting gigs, so you've been hosting on the gig for a while now. I mean, I'm multifaceted, but multi hyphenate, you know. But why do you think? Do you think that a lot of people find themselves like having this identity crisis in drag? Because there's not, it's almost like there's not a soft spit. Do you think there's a soft place to land when you do drag? Yeah, right here. A community. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not soft for long. I've heard, you know, from different group chats already that, you know, certain people, I can't wait for the honeymoon is over. It's almost like they, like, plot on your 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 downfall. Like, I feel like everyone is like, okay, you're the new thing right now, and then you're going to eventually fizzle out because there'll be another new thing. And Wait, who's the honeymoon freak? What, what, what happened? Oh, I'm not trying to spill y'all's tea like that, but... Wait, I, just feel I don't like, think you told me this. And maybe I haven't because I don't like to spill y'all's tea like that. Like, <laughs> I just feel like a lot of the people want longevity. They don't think there's longevity in you know just being an influencer or just having an opinion like like we do. But um, like like Jose Romero said, we built a great platform. We do amazing things, and we continue to have unique and different opportunities around the DC area and across the world. Um, but there is also a limitation with drag because I feel like every drag performer can relate to like the identity crisis that everyone feels because you've been kind of relating to that. You said. Um, next question to me, guys. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I'll, I'll answer. Um, yeah, I'm a barber. I'm a barber. I'm a barber. I'm a barber. No, I mean, yeah, of course, of course, we all would have quit drag, right? We all want to stop doing this. We want to find something that makes us feel like we did when we first started. When we first started, it was so fun and yeah. interesting and new. And I just think that when you made it into such a capitalistic entity. Oh, she's taking it. She's taking it. <laughs> Y'all sit down for this one. Um, it, it really takes it out. I mean,. You know, and that's just true about anything. Anything when you turn into something that, you know, that 
it's monetized. I feel like it takes the passion out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, between Drag Race, all the 5,000 seasons that are currently running, all the shows, all the uh, buzz about it has just made it so commonplace. And it wasn't that way, I guess, a few years ago. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, you know, being on a tight schedule with Rafi, I appreciate it. But, it, it, you know, it... it, it, it can make it feel, you know, less creative and more obligatory. And I just think that when, not just me, but other performers, if you're booked every week at the same place, or you're doing the same shows all the time, I'm sure you're getting tired. (laughs) You know what I mean? I mean, like I said, I feel like that's why I have such longevity in my content, because I feel like I've stuck to where I know. I, I make content in my room or my apartment. I, and that allows me my, my space and I don't have to deal with other people's opinions. And I think, like I said, I've enjoyed my time doing the, doing the show, but there is like a level I've noticed in drag where your peers are never, like some of them may be rooting for you, but it's also just, it seems like, it seems like it can be very toxic. Um, you know, there are people who have, you know, left the scene because of the toxicity you know, I've moved away, and I think that it's important to do that for yourself because you, you have to have a balance between what you love and what it brings. I mean, Rafi can tell you firsthand when you dive into nightlife, there's just so many characters and, you know, sniffies going on and sex and drugs and party. And I feel like people in those areas aren't always the best types of people sometimes. So, like, it can drain you and really eat at your soul as a human being, you know? Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Um, you had a thought. You looked like you were going to say something, but then you became mesmerized by my beauty. Um, I was distracted by several things. No, I, I really do agree with, um, with always prioritizing your piece. Like I said, after, I think after this summer... I kind of realized how I wanted to like approach certain things about nightlife. Cool for the summer. And and going out because you know DC is so small. Also, that's another thing is like if you almost can't get along with people that you work with, then you know how are you gonna supposed to go into the same spaces? Amen. Um, so. <laughs> 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 I think she meant that I'm taking it. Um, but I think that it's, I think you said it before, but we all are all gays. We're all gays, just. I don't like that word anymore. Queers. We're all queers, just really lost in this world. And I think that we choose to, like, put, our, put each other down. For example, like, what I. I'm. If y'all are a drag performer. Don't invite me to y'all shows. Oh, Jesus. don't invite us to your shows and then boss us around to give you a dollar. Um, okay, and, yeah, that drag trick is really weird to me. That drag trick is like, so And first time you see it, it's weird. like, ha, but then it's just like, I don't know. Get your hand out of my wallet. Get your yeah, hand. Yeah, like, why are you forcing me to give you money? Like that's, I already bought a ticket, mama. Um, things that we're leaving behind, begging for money. Ah. Uh, um, no, that's not shady. That's just like well, don't go down New York Ave. A <laughs> <laughs> local humor. No, that's fine. No, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, no, but I'm talking about like you. You gotta. You got again. 
I I don't wake up to uh, for my job and I expect to be rewarded. You gotta. What do you think? What do you think this is? Um, and so I I think that that's something that we can all like attest to that I'm that we're leaving in 2022. It's just like this rude cuntiness. So when you People were say, told no, to be quiet at a drag brunch, how did you feel? What did it make you feel? Like? Um, that don't don't tell me to come to your shows. If you want me to pack my bags and leave your place, I can leave my I can leave your place. I didn't want to come in the first. If you don't place. want me, then don't talk to me. If you don't want me, then talk to me. That's how I feel about this shit. And that's what that's what I don't understand. That's what I don't understand about also about a lot of these queers in the scene, is that these queers be really just talking shit about you, talking dog shit, saying that you should die, and then they see you out and about, and they're like, "Hey, gorgeous Cantina." <laughs> oh my god, you're the, so funny. You should. This is what you should the tweet. The, stay, stay in this mode, because this gives. <laughs> so kind of suddenly, we're so gorgeous, Cantina. <laughs> gorgeous Cantina is my actually. I want to change my name. Gorgeous Cantina. Gorgeous Cantina. I just feel like that's the <laughs> best drag name ever. But that's so. I'm so over it, and I think I've I've slowly been slowly like letting that out, and I think that's what I'm overcoming in 2020, and that's what I'm leaving behind too is. I think in 2022 I was forcing to be nice to a lot of people I didn't like, and now if you don't, if I don't like you, you're gonna know I don't like you. Period. You know I love everyone. Fortunately, um, do you ever like? You know I have a real question. Sometimes I wonder like how do other human beings live because like I am so nice and understanding and kind, um, and then other people just like aren't, and I just don't understand like why y'all do that. Like how like what. Does it do to your soul to like not care about other people? Um, I don't think. Again, it comes. It, it, there's a lack of cooth. Is that what I would say? Like, I don't care cooth. if people are terrible because if you kill them with kindness, then you're always winning the end. That's what I'm saying. That's what I've kind of been leaning towards too. I feel like I lean towards kindness, but I also like you gotta put a little cuttiness in your kindness. <laughs> like, call people, you know, the names that they don't want to be called. If I was ever told to be quiet at a drag brunch, um, I would um cut their wigs. Um, I don't really have any drag family yet because I want a drag family. Y'all girls with drag families feel so bold and powerful that you. Have- <laughs> <laughs> what, what, can you define a drag family? Because. I apparently there's drama in drag families that when we it's like a real with. family. It's just a bunch of okay. Let me not do no, that. No, you choose your family. So let me not do that, Lord. Mm-hmm. I don't have an issue with families because I do think it's a source of wellness, um, care, and, and belonging, and support. But I do, we do have to recognize that a lot of families come, you know, out of you know shared trauma, mm-hmm. and not all traumatized people can be. You know, this shared space because you know that trauma compounds if we're not all actively working to resolve it. Even if we are, you know, sometimes it just comes right back. So I just feel like drag families can be very helpful, supportive, but you know, the fighting it comes from all the all the stuff they need to resolve. I mean, random people who don't know you, you haven't met or lived with for twenty plus years. You know, it's hard to it's hard to connect always we we don't have a drag family we're each other's drag family how's how, how do how's the don't do it how, how do we add others to this family do we want others in that no, family oh god i don't like people i really started real maybe i am the problem i don't know i was thinking I am love- i the problem or do i just don't deal 
well with just buffoonery. Because I genuinely don't have a problem in my daily life. People love me at my job. People really interact with me well. That's true. It's other gays. It's other gays. I don't understand what other gays don't like about me. There are certain girls. I, there's a certain things about me just walking into a room that just pisses people off. Maybe it's because I had my parents' love. Maybe it's because I had a roof over my head as a child. I don't know. But people just don't like me. Um, I don't think people don't like you. I just think, you know, you're intimidating because when you're of a color, people just find, you know, confidence and talent intimidating. Um, so that's not, not always true. Not I think your That's not always fault. true. That's not always true. Girl, that's not always true. Baby, girl. There's, 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 that's not always true. I think. Then I who's think, it not true for? Ew. Um, I think there is a level of. Like I said, you in the, in the community you can be either the the person that has no. I do think there there is an intimidation there, but I think that like people are intimidated by people people with pretty bodies, but you'll never step to a pretty body. So I actually I do actually do want to talk about George Santos because I don't know anything about him and like everyone's been posting about him. So he's a person and he's a governor of New York. He's a governor. Or representative or senator. He's some okay. So he so so he's at Congress, and he's a liar. Yeah, he's apparently super conservative. And he's a gay man. He's actually been living as a you know, double life. He's like super is he out or is he? He's been a drag queen in Brazil, Portuguesa. Yeah, I'm not sure. Oh my god, how scandalous! So he's been voting against women's rights, but he's been dolling up, <laughs> appropriating women's culture. <laughs> I know. I'm sick and tired of appropriating like fucking women. Honestly, oh, um, women work so hard in their day to not be just cartoons for y'all. You know. Yeah, absolutely. It's not a fucking they game. Have menstrual, they should have menstrual days off, but they don't even have that. They have. Gay men, like, oh my god, the girls tell me about that. Some kids are like, Oh, my cramps are so bad, I have to take off of school for two days every time. I'm like, You need to be on fight off, no, Buck yeah, bucker up, buckaroo. No, we like, like she literally has planned out her hysterectomy because she was like, I can't do menstruation for the rest of my life, oh my god. and I get it because do you, <laughs> <laughs> do you? I yeah, I actually do have a condition where I do bleed, so yeah, yeah it's when you like touch something sharp and <laughs> blood comes out yeah. and um i also ovulate so i mean everyone does you just gotta lick it first oh my god um so george santos <laughs> um he's a drag queen and <laughs> yeah i'm the next season we call drag queen <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. The one about drugs. The one about drugs. The one where Nudu literally drugged herself on camera. You were not drugged out before. I will never be again. So, you're going to Dallas in April. And I want to know about the origins of the quinceanera. Oh. Thank you for pronouncing it correctly, yes. <laughs> now, how many quinceañeras have you been Let, to? Let's start by spelling it for the audience. Quinceañera. <laughs> What'd you say? Quinceañera. Quinceañera. Oh, yeah, yeah, it has the accent over the uh, end. Yeah, 
Yeah. Virginia, though. This is our sweet 16, but it's on the 15th birthday. It's not a Of only girls, not boys, which is so shady, because I'm loved. So if you long. identify as a girl in Latin American No, it's, it's only if you were born with a vagina, let's be clear. <laughs> let's be clear. I want to be I want to be open and honest, but let's be clear. <laughs> the girl, the girls are only getting the continue as if they. How do you um advocate for that in your community? I, I, get, I guess I would have to create my own quinceanera at this point. Like I should have done one for my 30th birthday, but I think I should do it now for my 31st birthday. I should do a quinceanera. Gag the quinceanera party. Fiesta, sorry. Or 15th birthday. A 15th party should be the quinceanera. We should have 15 Our 15th queens. 15 season. Uh-huh. We should do that. Yeah. So, yeah. We so don't even know 15 queens. <laughs> We don't even like 15 years. Okay, we do 15 years. Um, please follow me at Nanny Paris. You never do, but I say it every time. <laughs> <laughs> We're this podcast as insanity. <laughs> but maybe this time. Maybe this time. Mm-hmm. And make sure we see you at Pride in the Sky. <laughs> <laughs> At the first floor of the hotel seat. <laughs> hotel on the first floor. Brian <laughs> in the first floor. Not that <laughs> God. I have no steps. <laughs> Tables on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and make sure to join us on February 11th for Gag, the heartbreaker party. And, and oh please buy drinks so we can have more parties. And please follow Wait Don't Do a Podcast at Twitter, at TikTok, <laughs> and, and Instagram. <laughs> the passion of new Paris. The passion of Christ. <sighs> so, um, love and life to you and your families. <laughs> uh, we'll see you next time here at Wait, Wait the, 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 the Second bedroom. <laughs> <laughs>